This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show! I think this is working. Oh, we're live and yeah, we're live. It's counting down. Yes, we're live. So, I trust you. It's not showing me anything to indicate that we're live. Ooh. So. Hmm. So what's going on? Welcome oh, to best of the rest, right? Yes, this best of the rest. <laughs> yes, and part of the rest now is streaming on mm. YouTube. Well, so we have to see how it goes. We haven't succeeded in that yet, so. Well, I'm trying to be confident here. Are you now? I am, yes. Okay, so. Hmm. Now, whether anyone will join us or not is another question. I know, I know. So, uh, we've been sitting here messing with this technology tonight. Mm, trying to see if it works or not, so. I was going to see if the uh, comments were working or whatever, but if there's nobody watching, then I guess we won't know any comments. So, And I, I guess, guess we so. have to remember if we're like showing each other stuff on the video, we got to describe it to any listeners later because we will be um, <laughs> posting this. Right. So, anyway. Pardon me. Hey, well, you know, that's the one thing about this. We can't edit later. So what we get. No, we can't. What that's we get. What we get. All right. <laughs> So we'll at least cut down time on it takes to edit anyway. So anyway, so what have you been reading? What have you been doing in comics? Oh, gosh. Still reading, but slowly. Um, Rachel Rising. And Wait, what do you mean? You didn't finish that? Isn't that like one no, of the best ones? No. It's, the, it's, excuse me? Is it one of the best ones? Yeah, it's one of the not, best Terry Moores. Not in my – not for me. I don't know if it's just that I'm not that much into horror genre. But I would rate, personally, Motor mm-hmm. Girl, Echo, and Strangers in Paradise ahead of this, as far as enjoyment that I get out of it. Oh, there we go. Now. We know somebody's there. Yes. Yes, beards. <laughs> Nothing like your beard, though, Martin. My gosh. Martin Ferretti just joined us. Oh, wait a second. Well, I trimmed uh, last night, so it wasn't where it was. Well, it's more than you normally carry. Usually you just carry the mustache. I haven't just carried the mustache in like okay. six, seven years. Okay. Well, you had the beard shorter then. So, anywho, well, you know what? That at least proves to us, and I have a little bit of data now, that we're actually broadcasting live, so I'm happy. So now we can continue on. I just got to remember, like, I can't, like, pick my nose or do some of the other stuff I do, usually when we're broadcasting audio only. See, I'm not going to edit anything out. If I want to pick my nose, I'll pick my nose. Okay. Hey, there you go. So, All yeah. right. So anyway, back to your reading, Rachel Rising again. Rereading, yes. And it's good. It's just not nearly my favorite, Terry Moore. I know that Ronnie and Aaron are shouting blasphemy at this point, but... Uh, you know, they say, did Terry Moore write Orphans? Because Orphans is great. No, not Orphans. He didn't write Orphans. 
<laughs> oh, you want to know a bit of Terry Moore stuff that I figured out tonight? Or uh, actually, I figured out or I did not figure this out. I found this out this morning. So. Um, so Terry Moore was friends with Drew Hayes. And do you know who Drew Hayes is or was? I'm sorry. He, he is uh, passed on deceased. Uh, no, I do not. So Drew Hayes was the writer, illustrator, colorer, but it was a black and white comic for Poison Elves. Ah. All right. So, but he and Terry uh, Moore were friends. I forget. They met at a con and they just kind of got along or whatever, something like that. So anyway, they were friends, which surprised me. But you know what? Your indie comics creators got to stick together. So anyway, yes. Drew Hayes passed away, I think, 20, 2007, 2008, and he was in the middle of an arc for Poison Elves. He had an outline done for going on, but, um, you know, you know, it, it, they were with Sirius, and I think Sirius is actually a uh, closed shop or whatever. I've seen a lot of stuff going on sale because I've been trying to get some original art, and we'll talk about that later. But anyway... Since they were friends, so they tried to relaunch Poison Elves with, um, with going along his storyline back in 2013. And Terry Moore did an incentive cover for issue one. All right. And it was a one in 20. Uh, and this was in the, in the entire print run was only like 6,000. So rumor is there only 300 of these were printed. Okay. So, um, let me see. I'm trying to I'm okay. So I'm trying to Oh come on. Uh share a screen, so this is what one of them is on eBay right now. That is way too small for me to see the price. Oh what do you mean too small? Ah I'm an old man here, remember. So Alright. So anyway, for our listeners. Our listeners, so right now it's asking price is one hundred and eighty nine dollars and ninety five cents. And how much longer will the auction last? Oh, I don't know. It's a it's a buy it now, make an offer. Oh, okay. So it's not a timed auction. Yeah, Dated but here's here, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Back in February, Terry Moore found twenty of these in his studio and sold them on his website for ten bucks each. Jeez, Signed. Louise. Signed. Jeez, Louise. And these are apparently like ghost. Kind of like a, these are like in the same, <sighs> supposed to be in the same category as a Batman 457 second print newsstand. Right. So, yeah. I bought mine. I bought my third one for $10 back in February. And this one was signed. <laughs> bastard. Bastard. You fall ass backwards into all these kind of things. You could have bought one. He was selling. I didn't, that's when he, that's I didn't when he see found, it. Now. That's when he found some of his other stuff. That's when he uh, found some extra copies of How to Draw, was it Women? Or How to Draw Comics? Or whatever that uh, his soft cover is. Right. How to Draw. Did Which you see? coming out with a new edition with this uh, new previews. Yes, and I've got it on my order list for when I send it to Cowabunga. So. Wait a second. Don't you have the current one? I've got the current one, yeah. But I want to expand like, it. I'm, not, I'm sitting here like looking at it, and it's uh, – excuse me for a second – I mean, there you go. Yes, that's the one I have, but he's expanding it. But they added stuff to it. Yes. So here's the thing, though. I got that one, and he remarked, he signed it. But you know what? He didn't sign this one. Oh, wow. You have an unsigned one. A he virgin copy. Book that he sent me. 
So anyway, so I guess we've got our obligatory uh, Terry Moore talk in because I think we talk about him every episode. Well, we may not be finished because you're talking about original art. I posted out on Twitter and on the Discord the original art, the stuff I got back from the framing shop, mm-hmm. including some rewrite back. A page. Oh, you didn't just have it handy. A page of Motor Girl OA. Get that sit there. Oh, that's the scene when she's given the ultimatum about fix your head or not. Yes, basically she's talking to the doctor. That dang glare on that I can't really see. But this is the part where I'm like chatting with the viewer, so I'm not not paying attention to you, but I gotta give them some love. Yes, I understand. I'm not seeing what they're saying though, so. Oh, you can't see it? Also, I was one comment where Martin said beards, and that's the last I've seen. Oh, so I, somehow I got to share that with you. So that's what I like about this software is like, man, I can throw up. Uh, oh, I like your setup. Whose setup is he talking about? Oh, how we got how we're streaming. Oh, mean, setup and everything like that. Um, so yeah, I'll have to figure it out. I'll be able to share it with you at some point because what's the point if we all can't look at the chat? That's true. I'm seeing it now. They're coming across, but they they don't. It's not like we see normally on YouTube where you see the running chat on the on the column. It just it superimposes over our pictures, and then it fades out after a few seconds. So. Oh, it does. Not for yeah. me. Well, I guess that is the advantages of being owning owning the or running the software. Being the host, yes. Ooh. Oh no 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 no! You're the host. This is all your puppy. Uh, not hardly. Not hardly. You're not so anyway, this in my name. So anyway, rereading uh, Rachel Rising. Rereading Rachel Rising. Um, trying to catch up on some other things mm-hmm. uh, that have gotten uh, past some of uh, some of that Marvel stuff that I was getting. Excalibur, uh, Marauder. Yeah, I let those stack up on me without reading them. So now I'm kind of going back and rereading those. Yeah, I've read mine, but it's kind of like since the comic shops haven't opened, I really haven't gotten much Marvel lately for some reason. I think they're uh, ramping back up slowly, slowly. I mean, you should have seen my order form for Calabunga for this month. I had 15, only 15 single issues. I had five hardcovers. Oh, was that FOC? No, not FOC. The regular monthly, monthly, the June, aka month or the March, aka June monthly. <laughs> I don't know which one. I don't know which stuff we're ordering now, so we'll figure it out. <sighs> oh, but to go back to an earlier theme, so being as the big Poison Elves fan I am, and then given how it ended, like in 2006 or 2007. It's almost sacrilegious that I did not have a complete run of uh, the volume that I was collecting until yesterday when the final issue I needed for my Poison Elves finally came in. 74. And there was only like four more issues after this, 78. I think my LCS at the time missed it because that's the hard part with uh, independent comics is, I don't know, some you're out of the place um, locations just don't get it or miss it or it doesn't ship. This is like my LCS. This is back home in rural Tennessee. So my new comic shop 
our new comic book day was Thursdays because they came out on Wednesday and had to be shipped to him. So we always got our books on Thursday. Do some advertisement for QT here. That's where my soda came from. Ah. The pause, <laughs> the pause that refreshes. Yes. <laughs> well, talking about issues, you were saying earlier when I was showing this to you that you couldn't believe I'm getting involved in this. But I fell down a rabbit hole. About two weeks ago, I went into my LCS, and he had on the shelf this. I don't know if you can see it through the glare. Yeah, that's the uh, one thing you got to learn about glare. So describe uh, it. Describe it to our to our listeners. Like, okay, so, it is. I, I did not describe my poison elves. So my poison elves is like back from the mid '90s, classic TNA painted cover with the the elf, which I think is the new love interest, and the uh, fairy that lives in his head companion to Luce, the main character. So right. So just picture that in your head. Right. Okay. So I took, this, I took it out of. Go ahead. Sorry. It's got to be poison elf style, style elves, which is very large ears for some reason, which still doesn't distract from the story for some reason. But right. Okay. Well, I took it out of its bag. It needs to be rebagged anyway. So I got found saw this, and it's White Widow. This is a variant cover, a Virgin variant cover for issue four. Mm-hmm. Shows the main character, uh, or two of the main characters. In this pose, one of them is kneeling and her arms are bound behind her with spider web type manacles. And the other woman, the redhead characters, obviously lifting her chin up with her hand. I saw that and I'm like, that's I like that. And I wanted to find out, you know, if he had any more. So I. And I cannot figure out who the artist is on this. It doesn't say inside the issue. I cannot say. It doesn't say. It does not list attributes to that artist anywhere in the issue. And I have looked out on eBay. I have done searches for it. And as of yet, I still don't know who the artist is on this. So if anybody, if any of our two viewers. (laughs) I think we're one of them. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I think there's three of us. Including Martin, so I got picked that, snagged that off of the shelf, and then went over to his back issue um, racks to see if he had any more. And I, and I saw this. This is a second issue SketchUp variant. Let me get mm-hmm. that in there. And I looked at it. And said, okay, I've got to have that too. Yeah. So I picked like both the, these up. You're like me, and you like the good girl art. Yeah. Well, and I, I picked them up. Paid more than they're probably worth. Oh, but, you know, is it more than what they're worth to you? Well, no, that's true. So I started going out and looking out on eBay and Internet, seeing if there's other variant covers, and there are. And I found this one. This is issue number one. This is from an artist named Mike DeBalfo. That sounds familiar. I've not heard his name before. And then... Now, describe the cover. The, the cover is, this one is a woman wearing a cocktail Night. dress. Yep, cocktail dress. That's a better word. With slits up both of the sides all the way up to her hips. So, yeah, she's, and she's holding up, looks like a hand clutch purse of some sort. And her hand's on her hip, and she's looking very seductive. 
So I found that one, and then I came across this one online that I had to have, too. This is another Mike DeFalvo. Oh, what's the emphasis there? Uh, this is just pretty much breasts. I mean, it's a close-up oh, of headlines. a woman woman with her bra straps down on her, off of her shoulders and a spider going down on a web right between into her cleavage. See, it's not even a facial <laughs> shot on that, so... Yeah, I just I really like the art on those, and I don't know why you will you say you don't understand why or you never would have thought I would have gotten into something like that. You know I do like this kind of art, and we just locked up. Hey, am I back? Yeah, you're back. Hey, I don't know what happened. I guess I'm having internet problems with the thunderstorms rolling through. The audio's back. The visual's not. I'm seeing is blackness. Yeah, yeah, that may have come back from the whole, um, hmm, my camera and settings. So you see, technology, it's kind of doing us in again. Yes, but Martin put out a question. Is is Greg Horn the artist of this? He may be. I found another cover by Greg Horn out there, but it wasn't this one. And I've seen this one. There's two... There's several uh, entries for this out on eBay. People are selling it, but nobody has said who the artist is in the description. So it's very possible it is Greg Horn, Mark Martin. Anyway, well, until Dennis comes back, I'll show you my other Terry Moore that I got. Oh, I'm still here. I'm just trying to get the camera started again. Okay. This is the... Strangers in Paradise 25 sketch cover that I had Terry Moore do uh, Sam from Motor Girl on the cover. I had several things that came back. Yeah, you got a great framer, which I don't think I have any great framing around here. There's got to be a good framer in St. Louis. I'm, I'm, it may cost you an arm and a leg, but there's got to be somebody that does good framing. I, I refuse well, like to believe Bobby that. Or- no, not Hobby Lobby. Don't go to Hobby Lobby or Michaels or get out on DuckDuckGo mm-hmm. and do frame shops, St. Louis. And I'm no, no, go. I gotta get on Martin Vista. Martin Vista. You'll get it. <laughs> okay, Martin Vista. Anyway, so what have you been reading? Um, what have I been reading? Oh, I've been, well, I got my, and I would show it if I could, I've got my uh, artist edition of <laughs> Dave Cockrum's Uncanny X-Men in, so I've been going through that and looking at the art and this googly eye in it. Um, nice. And actually, I've only been reading some stuff that I've, um, you know, just been getting in my orders in and everything, so... Um, some of the DC that got behind on some stuff and I'm trying to, I mean, I've been trying to catch up on stuff from like three or four months ago and it's like, mm, trying right. to, I don't know. Um, remember what was going on then. I understand. So, well, I mean, you're, you're still ordering the same things you have been ordered. I'm assuming that mm-hmm. when they do come out, I, I think they finished the second, the, the latest arc of wasted space is done. Is it? I don't think I've gotten my issue that. Duck, yet. Duck, Go is so 2019. 
Okay. <laughs> You'll understand. Martin, uh, Martin Vista is where it's at. Okay. I'll have to wait and see on that. So, um, like, so I'm going to read my poison elves. Um, ooh, I did end up ordering a, um, pulp. Right. So, oh, you know what? That, okay. So it's not comics, but I did over the past three weeks reread Foundation. Ah. Nor the Foundation trilogy. So I was actually in the middle of it when the, uh, new, uh, trailer, like, dropped. Did right. you see the trailer? Yes, I did. So it, doesn't look like it's going to be anything. Well, I I don't want to say it's not going to be anything like the books because the books were written in the 40s and the 50s, and you read through them and it's talking about how um, you know everybody still smokes. I right. don't think there's I don't think there's one character. The only thing character I think in the book who doesn't smoke is the 14 year old in the third book. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> everybody else smokes. Um, they still get newspapers printed um i'm trying to think of some of the other stuff they you know they have canned goods now immediately in the future your meals come packaged in this container and you just push the top of the container and it heats up and then it opens up and then your utensils and everything's there and then you just discard the whole thing so um there is that see there's Matt, but you don't know newspapers may come back in the future you never know um, well, you know what? I liked how they did newspapers on uh, Caprica, the precursor to Battlestar Galactica, where it was almost like this uh, screen, this foldable screen, and you could fold it up and put it in your pocket, but then you could also open it up and you could type on it and read stuff and do everything like that. Okay, so it was a tablet, in other words. <laughs> well, but it was a flexible tablet. Well, okay, there's that. Did it have the corners missing? Like it did all the paper in Battlestar Galactica? You remember that, right? Oh, they had they cut corners? Yeah. All, every piece of paper they've ever had had the corners cut off. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know if it did or not. Uh, anyway, so. I don't know. I never watched Caprica. I, I did. I enjoyed it. Um,. You know, it got a little slow, but um, I just assumed nothing was going to top Battlestar Galactica. That anything else was going to probably be a disappointment, which typically happens with sequels and prequels, and at least for me, mm-hmm. they just never seem to be as enjoyable as the show that they spun off from. So, what did you order from Calabunga this month? Same basics things. Okay. I guess we lost Dennis again. Dennis, you there? Nope. Well, I thought I was going to be able to just put this out like it is, out on Nerdy Legion Network without any significant editing. But I can see now I'm going to have to edit quite a bit. Assuming Dennis is able to come back. Okay. All right. You seem to be back now. <sighs> yeah, I'm on that Missouri internet. It's usually not a problem. Well, I, we got we've had thunderstorms rolling through since four o'clock this morning. So, oh. And 
I don't know what it is. I usually have pretty good internet, but you know, the wife could be up there hogging some bandwidth because she's like, Oh, I got to do some, um, Facebook live thing. And I know Facebook when I'm using, live. yeah. And I know when I'm doing like teams at work or one of those, it like hogs up the bandwidth. So, but this is all browser based. So mm, no, no excuse. I need to get a refund from the Chata. Okay. So anyway, what I miss, we were talking about Caprica. I see there's some, some Caprica. Love and hate. Who's right about? I missed. If you had anything, I missed it. What? What do you mean? Okay, so let's see. Let's go through the chat. Can you see the chat now? Since I'm back. No, I can't. Well, I can see it. It just flashes up, and for about a half second, and then. Okay. All right. So, so Martin's talking about the foundation trailer looking pretty good. Let's look. Let's hope not for not a Dune style translation. What about that? What's his name's Dune? The Jin Jindaski Dune. I don't know. I can't pronounce his name. Aren't they doing a third version of Dune? Yeah. And it's gonna suck as bad as the first two. I'm sure. There we go. There we go. <laughs> uh, so. Anyway, reading chat. Listeners aren't caring about that because they okay. can't. They can't listen to us read in silence. So anyway, so yeah, I remember watching Capcom. I actually thought it was pretty good. It had its moments. It was kind of nice learning about some of that. It was just a slow burn, slow. But well, I don't you know, mind that. But I just I don't know. I just never. I just decided I was not going to enjoy it as well as BSG. So I didn't watch it. You know what I do find myself doing? I do find myself going watching clips from BSG on uh, YouTube. Interesting. Oh, you don't know? They got the best clips. You go on there and you can see like the fight scenes or the battle scenes and all that other stuff. So you get like the best moments, which pretty much was all of BSG, except for that Final Five crap, you know. mm, Some of that last stuff didn't make (laughs) sense to me. What, the last season or the last half of the last season? Yeah, I actually had to rent a... There it is. Martin's got it. There you go. I wish I had a bell. Ding! Jodorowsky. Jodorowsky. So, and I have to agree with Bell on this. When it, after it got going, but by that time I think it was too late. But, um, but anyway, yeah, I like you go on YouTube and you just start looking at B, BSG uh, clips and you can see that. And then you know, doing that, what I found, do you know that um, Katie Sackhoff has her own YouTube channel where she's like. Showing off stuff that actors do, which is pretty much a different life from everybody else. But there was one episode where her and um, Trisha, how do you say your last name? Heifer? Helfer. Helfer. Trisha Helfer go to some place to get vitamins injected into their butt. Interesting. Oh, and they also go, they also strip down to their underwear and go into a cryo freeze. For how long? Uh, I think they had to count down for like three minutes. And it was like negative 30 or negative 40 or something like that. That's cold. Well, you know, it's got to it's got to rejuvenate, but that's why you're only in there for three minutes. So that's what that's supposed to do: rejuvenate you, cryo freeze. Uh, I think so. It it um it maybe it activates the the brown fat. Oh, the brown fat. Look it up. I know. Uh, Martin and Nick were talking about brown fat, or mentioned it on their last podcast. So, yeah, I was so into BSG at the time. You know, there was an online game called BSG Online. 
And uh, you just got on there and you flew around ships and you shot each other. Well, you had people that could be Cylons and you had people that could be Colonials and you just ran around trying to shoot each other. And then one side got bigger than the other and then they would entice you to try to change factions. And so you're switching around and you'd have fighters and then they introduced like new ships for um, medium range ships or medium ships and then capital ships. And then once you built up so many points, you could either take the Pegasus out in in on a rampage or you got to do an extra. If you're a Cylon, you got to do a there's a second base star. You could start flying around and, and blowing up stuff. So I wasted many an hour on that. I didn't do that. I there was uh, you. I don't know if you know about it, but also during that time, uh, Ronald Moore did a podcast. It was maybe been the first podcast I ever listened to, or one of the first. He would do a podcast every week after uh, the episode, and he's doing it out of his house in his den or something. Mm-hmm. And first of all, he would introduce the scotch of the week, whatever brand oh. of scotch he was drinking that week. How many different you, scotches are there? Uh, there's plenty. Thousands. Thousands. The and he answer. would talk about, you know, the, the episode, give a little bit of background information. Uh, like I say, it was all audio. It wasn't visual. But that may have been the first, one of the first podcasts I ever listened to, if not the first. Because that was back in 2001 to five, I think is when that ran. Oh, only about 20 years ago. Yeah, no, 15 when no, it ended. But, well, yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? Yeah, the, the BSG, BSG ended like 2008, 2009. So it's it started in 2005, I do believe. So it started 15 years ago. And it's, I may be thinking of something else. And, you know, and then I was getting the comics, we had the photo covers, and I was actually getting some of the action figures, which looked pretty damn good. And then I turned around, it was like, why do I have all this? And so I did sell those comics, and I did sell those action figures. Probably not what I paid for them, so, mm. Go figure. I think I, actually, I think I put a bunch of them together and used all that to trade for an X-Men 94. <laughs> that's a good trade. So that's where I got my first X-Men 94. <laughs> that's good. Well, you know what, though? If I had taken the money that I spent on all of that and then and spent it on the uh, X-Men, I could have got a much better grade X-Men 94, probably. <laughs> That's the problem. So, ooh, okay, just to switch gears again. So I have delved into a little bit of magic lately. So I have to thank Eric at Cowabunga for this, but they hooked me up with a Mecha Godzilla magic card. And it's a foil. Of course, the foil really doesn't translate on here, though. No, it doesn't. So uh, maybe they've done it in the past since I quit doing magic cards like 20 years ago. But I wanted to get the Godzilla stuff. So I've been trying to get some of those and all that. So uh, I got that. And then, you know, they hooked me up before that. So the first thing that came out, so there was another one, the uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. So, foil. So, there's a bunch more online, but I got to sit there and figure out how to get those. Did you say King of the Monsters? <laughs> yeah, that was actually the name of the last movie. Okay. He's the King of the Monsters, like Mothra, King Ghidorah. Man, you're, saying you mon- you're saying monsters, but it sounds like you're saying monsters. Like, oh, mon- like the like the TV, the show? TV show? Is that, yeah. like, is that like horror versus ha? Horror, yeah. Horror. Horror. <laughs> I don't know. 
But did any of you see the Portlandia episode? Oh, uh, is, is that the only way you can see it? Is if I post it up there? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen Portlandia. Oh, I'll, oh, you have missed. I think you my, have missed something I, I, good. I think the wife has seen an episode or two. What channels? I, mean, I actually don't watch much TV anymore. It originally aired on the network IFC. Mm-hmm. It was the same network that also did. Is that, uh, is that what the Spike? Short... Is that what Spike TV turned into? I don't think so. I don't know. It, IFC, I think, is what was the name of the network, and it used to come on there. But I know it's on Netflix. I know well, it damn make, well because it's on. Are, seen are it they make, are they making new episodes? No, they they stopped doing it. Uh, Start Fred Armisen, who was on Saturday Night Live for years, and Carrie Brownstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh god, that was a funny show. Was funny. It? Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like I have this mental block or something. There, if it's not, if it's a series like that that was on TV and now it's on Netflix, for some reason I just can't watch something that aired. Previously, that's not actively airing. I don't know what it is. It's it's being a child of the 70s and the 80s when you like had must see TV and you had to set your schedule around when the night it came up came on and before VCRs. Like I remember when we got our first VCR and everything like that. And it's like, hey, if you didn't watch it, hey, you didn't see it. So it's well, like, I don't want to say that's live TV because it's not live. It's live broadcast. But so the show's not. Cont- currently airing anymore and you can't watch it uh okay i've been corrected see see we're learning just like uh martin and nick when you have that that peanut gallery you, you can get educated i know it was an independent film channel but i still think it aired on there Ooh. okay uh, okay okay martin's got a question i need some indie comic recommendations something as good as the awa books but that no one ever talks about you talking about all the awa books because I will say, I have only read two of the AWA books. I'm doing uh, The Resistance because I read everything Straczynski. That's a, ru- that's a rule. you got to read everything JMS. Okay. And, uh, and the other one I've read is Archangel 8 because that's uh, Michael Morisi. Now, the rest of them I've heard good stuff about, but I haven't read them. I wonder if they're going to end up on Hoopla or The Dollar Bin. I don't know. But gosh. Um, I'm reading everything Vault. Yeah. Vault's really good. Money Shot is funny, oh. but I don't think Martin... I don't think Martin... Ooh, ooh. That doesn't sound okay. like something Martin would like. Okay. Know. So we're interacting with our audience. So um, have you read... Uh, what was that one from Vault? Black Star Rising? Yes. Black Star Rising? And that's kind of Cthulhu-ish. Is that a word? Is now. That was that had some that was a little verbose and it and um I'm trying to think my other opinions on it. Oh, he's read it, I think, or is he responding to Aaron Bell? So he's Aaron Bell's commenting that Red Border and Zero Year are great. If you talk to Mike Myers, every one of the AWA titles are great or awesome. So. Well, if you talk to Mike Myers, every title published is great. Hey, don't you pick on my Mike Myers. I'm not. I'm just saying the guy likes everything. So <laughs> He hasn't met a comic he doesn't like. Martin, are you reading any of the Humanoids H1 books? Ooh, yeah, you said you like those. So what those is it you are... like about the Humanoids? I mean, is it the writing? Is it the art? Is it the integrated universe story? What is it? Yes. 
Okay. All of those. As long as we're clear on that. Yeah. I mean, it's... The artwork is different. The storylines are... Oh, he did. He did like Money Shot. I thought that was too. Oh, Money Shot's hilarious. It's great and it's seely, and I love the way it goes. You know the premise, and you think it's not going to be serious, and then it get, then it teaches you a morale. Well, that's why or I didn't moral, think or moral. <laughs> right. That's why I didn't think Martin would like it because he doesn't like funny comics, funny books. Mm. It is Tim well, Seeley. Hotel Hell is not bad. I've read the first couple of those. Um, but, um, like I said, uh, the, there's not a, the only thing in, in vault that I've kind of on is the plot. And I don't know why it's just not clicking with me, but it's, I've got the five first five issues and it's only going to eight issues. So, um, right. Oh, but the best vault that I've read though was, uh, th- is it these dark desires? What was the, what was the one about the, um, the English vampires and the uh, Indian ra- rocks. Oh crap! I can't think of what those creature mythological creatures are called. These dark, these dark. Oh, you know what? It's time for the Martin Vista. <laughs> oh, and Aaron, I just looked it up, and the production company for Portlandia was there's two Broadway Video and IFC Original Productions. Uh, and it was and the aired vault, on IFC. Yeah, and the vault comic was The Savage Shores. Oh, it was so good. I didn't read that one. And I got, where's it at? I did get this this week, Bleed Them Dry. And I really enjoyed that. The, there's not much to the premise, but it's, here's the thing. It's set in the year 3333, but it doesn't look like it's too far in the future from the architecture and the technology. Right. But it's um, basically vampires and humans living together, and there's a vampire serial killer running around. So it was a good, it was a good start. So Martin's like, ah, so right. oh, they responded. They, so I think they did do the Savage Shores, and Rahal is the man, as he says. So I guess I should have been better prepared and having some more stuff around here. So um. Oh, I'm really liking Die. If you like the Dungeons and Dragons and things like that, it's excellent. So issue 11 just came out. Ooh, crap. I had these in alphabetical order. Now it's all messed up. Oh, the OCD is going to kill me. Uh, you'll get over it. So. I said, I've not been going very deep into indie comics Really? The last few weeks. Nah, yeah, I've been well, mostly trying to catch up on that Marvel and DC yeah, stuff. That I'll let you had three months of no comics to catch up. Well, I did. Or is, I read, the, I spent, or, is the, or is this the issue of getting a, bri- um, a break from the addiction and now you just uh, – now you can't get – develop. you don't want to develop the habit again? Well, no. I started reading things like uh, rereading – all of Terry Moore stuff and you know Strangers in Paradise that's 2,000 pages of comics so I spent a lot of time reading that and then Echo which is over a thousand pages itself and now I'm into Rachel Rising which is I think 
originally was 42, 44 issues. So. Yeah, I got my SIP hardcovers I haven't started yet. They're still in their original um, plastic shrink wrap, so they're still minty, minty fresh. You know, if you don't want to open them, I can send you the pocket editions of that whole series. I bought them to read them. I bought them to read them. I'm going to open them up. It's not. Okay. I, did, I bought it to read it specifically. Now, I will admit, oh, I was trying to get first prints, and I thought I was getting first prints, and I don't think, or you know, the ones from 2007 or whenever. Maybe it was 2009 or 2010. I thought I was getting that, and I wasn't. So, but I didn't pay more than uh, retail that you can get them off Terry Moore's site right now. So, hmm. oh, I thought of one. Bang by Matt Kent. Are you reading that one, Martin? I know That's I'm good. not. Is it any good? It's Tell good. me about it. Yes, it's pitch good. me. <laughs> pitch me. Change my mind. Okay, it's a. Hang on a second. Um. Oh, it's a secret can... agent type book. Yeah. You know, a mystery writer in her 60s and kind of suspends her time solving crimes. You've got this man of action. It's just, it's a good. Well, Fr- well, Fredo Torres is doing the art. So it's kind of a flect. It's kind of metafictional, which Martin will know what that means. Metafictional. Uh, yeah. It breaks the fourth wall. Well, it kind of puts makes fun of hero archetypes, and, and you know, including the kind of James Bond characters. Oh, kind of like um, what was that one from AfterShock? Um, mm, I can see it. Garth Ennis wrote it, and I can't think of the name of it. What is it? I'm not going to use DuckDuckGo because I'm going to remember, and I can't. Uh, but anyway, continue. But anyway, no, you have this secret agent character who has all these memories that you don't know if he has memories that he couldn't possibly possess of mm-hmm. things that he never did. And that's why it, it, it really starts going into the metafictional storyline. So if, if it's a little bit cerebral in a, more than a lot of comics. So if you don't want, if you don't want to be thinking, I wouldn't put it on. Uh, and there's the name of the aftershock book. Yeah, it, I wouldn't put it in the in terms of like Grant Morrison's cerebral, where you, you have to really get in there and dig in and think. But it's, if you haven't read that one, Martin, I think you would enjoy it. And it's Jimmy's bastards for the listeners because <laughs> you can't read the chat. <laughs> so, ooh, what else? What else? Uh. Well, you know, like I was talking earlier, I got that last issue of Poison Elves I needed, so but I also got some extra issues. <laughs> I had to buy it in a lot. So now I have some extra issues of Poison Elves, which, you know, I, I kind of like Drew Haste. I mean, it's your you know, your mid-90s indie art or independent comic art going published by Sirius. Watch some other good – oh, that's a good one there, too, I, I, I always like. So uh, anything – I mean, uh, I mean there's oh. – some some interesting. What about the Butcher of Paris from Dark Horse? Butcher of Paris. That's a 1944 murder mystery in Paris. I don't know. The only thing I've Horrific been reading from Dark Horse is uh, any of the Black Hammer stuff. And you know what? I didn't get the what was it? Grave Digger and Skull Boy or Skull Digger yeah. or Skull Digger and Skull Boy. 
whatever it is, the last one that came out. And I think Skull Digger uh, Skeleton Boy. That's that's the it. Lemire, yeah. And I think they're in the middle of the mini for um, Colonel Strange for Black Hammer. Okay. Bell uh, Bell Ferretti. Yeah, there are you know. Uh, so uh, yeah, Bell Bell Ferretti. You know, it's like Duck Duck Go, but we've got oh, Bell okay. Bell Ferretti. <laughs> Come on, get it. It's not that. I'm just. I'm not even gotten used to Martin Vista yet. I can't take on Bell Bell Ferretti too. <laughs> Uh oh. Anyway, I don't this know. Seems to, this is seems to be trending for like the past two or three weeks about not not being able to get Grant Morrison. Well, yeah, people think you're calling it dumb. I don't call them dumb. I just you just got to read people, it. You got to read it quite a bit to get Grant Morrison. And sometimes I have to read. Well, yeah, you've got to use you you've got to put some thinking to it and that's what a lot of people don't want to do they just want to read and be interesting Ooh, and there's nothing wrong with that i do have some grant morrison here i need oh no no actually that i don't think that is grant morrison i think that's warren ellis uh taking another sip yeah actually yeah this is a bunch of warren ellis so eh, it's not morrison so you know i still haven't read do anything thoughts on comics and things by warren ellis and I haven't read uh oh then there's Alan Moore's Light of Thy Countenance, which I need to read. So I got these from Avatar when they were having their uh trade paperback uh sale. And then there's uh Super God by Warren Ellis. So now if you want to read a good book, read Super Gods by uh Grant Morrison. Excellent book. Was that Grant Morrison? Wait a second. Not that one. That that's Super God. It just reminded me of a book he wrote. Oh, plural? Super can gods. you do that? Yes. Yes, you can. Uh, I guess one's because I don't know which ones he's talking about is which. All right. Well, Martin, Aaron Bell just had a comment that made no sense. So, um. <laughs> How do you confuse Ellis and Morrison? One is great and one is a mess of timelines and bullshit. Oh, crap. Okay. We done got that rating on YouTube. Oh, well. Ooh, so, 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 oh, so here's something know, else. We, we helped you out at all, Martin, on any, any comics? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Um, the vault stuff is just, I don't know. Anything vault I'm reading, all of it. Heathen's pretty good if you haven't read Heathen. I think, uh, they're getting ready for the final issue, and I think it's going to 12. It's only taken them like three years to get it out, or four years. Right. But, it was, I think it started as a webcomic, and then they've kind of put it into print. Um, and I know he's read some vault because, um, crap, man, I am just forgetting tonight. Um, the, the one with the dreamscape, what dreams may, no, not dream, not dreams may come. What is that? The one that we got the awesome, like painted covers and you've got the unreliable narrator and he goes to the dreamscape and he kills whoever this, this generation's. Poet Laureate or whatever. You lost me. I'm not sure. Oh, it's from Vault. It's, um... Alright. Alright. Vault. Vault. I am going to have to duck-duck-go this. Oh, gosh. What? You can find it on Martin Vista? Uh... Well, that didn't work. Anywho, um... I don't know. What other indie stuff? 
other indie stuff. I'm drawing a blank. I don't have my stuff in front of me. Um, were you reading Resonant? I did. Yeah, I did enjoyed it. Finish? it. I don't think I got yeah, the last issue. Yeah, I don't think Five I got issue. the last issue. Fearscape. Fearscape. That's what it was. Blah. No, Resonant finished some months ago, well before the pandemic. So. Uh, I'm just gonna have to see if I missed it. Yeah, Zoshiquan. I liked it. And then yeah, yeah, Fearscape. Oh, so. Finger Guns is pretty cool. I like that. Do That's you? Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of goofy, but I like it. So. True. True. So. Um. So. I'm surprised. What? Well, what other? A- what other publishers are you reading? Maybe that'll help us figure out some more indies. Ooh, uh, I am. I am reading the Sumerians titles from Ablaze. So they got to call it the Sumerian since Marvel owns Conan, but since the actual stories have passed, they've passed into uh, public domain, so they can retell the entire story. And in the book, they call him Conan and everything like that. It's just in public domain now. And then at the end of it, they publish um, the entire story as it was pulp, as printed in the pulp. But I'll tell you what, the last one they've done, they had they printed it on like four pages, but the font was so small, I think I was going to have to get a magnifying glass out to read it. It was like a four-point font. As far as other publishers, uh, I mean, Ahoy has not done much recently. They got uh, I'm reading Billionaire Billionaire Island. Yeah, and that's not bad. That's not entertaining me too tremendously. But they finished uh, Dragonfly and Dragonfly Man. Ooh, that was actually good. Dragonfly and Dragonfly Man was good. Right, and which was a sequel to The Wrong Earth. The Wrong Earth, yeah. So, so that's some good stuff from Ahoy. Yeah, you didn't care much for Captain Ginger. Uh, no, <laughs> not at all. Uh, I'm I'm reading it because I like that futuristic humans have gone extinct and their experiments are running the running the show kind of setting. Now, are you reading anything from Source Point? I'm not. You got something you liking from Source Point? What are, uh, hey, are, you, are you getting any Kickstarters? Yes, um, I've just got the. Uh, I haven't gotten any recently. Well, yeah, I did. I got the. Uh, I'm trying to think of the name of it now. Hmm? I guess never mind. It's a nonfiction book on how to write comics. That's uh, oh, so it's it was, not fiction in how to write them. No, it's not. <laughs> The other thing I'm reading from Source Point is something I don't know Martin would be introduced. It's Sham Comics, which is they take they've got these golden age comics that are in public domain, and they rewrite the dialogue, sort of like in the vein of Mystery Science Theater 3000. You know, write comical uh, dialogue for them. Those are fun for something different. But, oh yes, back the back Paris twenty one nineteen from Magnetic Press. This uh, released today from on. Oh yeah, that that's Kickstarter. And, yes, and, I, and when they showed it to us and we made the comment about it being like a ghost money, I think it's the same artist <laughs> and the same writer. Because I think you get that as like if you get one of the one of the if you do the Kickstarter part of it is you get copies of uh, Ghost Money and something else. 
I'm not sure it's the same art writer, because uh, I think Ghostbane is written by Cheery Smoldering. I don't think. Well, I could be mixing it up, but I know, Go- yeah. but I know Ghost Money's part of the Kickstarter. So, oh, and the other only thing I'm getting from uh, a Blaze is I get uh, Unsaker because it's Murka and Dolfo, and I really like her art and her style. I think I got I got a sketch from her at C2E2. So I kind of pull her up there, you know, I follow her and it's like the, like you do Tula Latoy. Tula Lote, you mean? Or Lote, is it Lote? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, she's, that... doing a, she's doing a cover to the Star Wars book, Dr. Afra number four. Oh my gosh. And she's also doing the erotic covers to the Faithless 2, the erotic yes. connecting covers. Yes, I'm getting those. <laughs> <laughs> Faithless, that was a good series, too. I thought it was interesting. One. It's almost like Paul Pope art on the interior. Or was it Paul Pope art on the interior? I don't think so. But uh, No, Unsacred, I'm going to get it if it comes out in trade, but I haven't been getting the, issue, the single issues. Uh, you may. It depends because each page is a self-contained story. So if that kind of – and there, I think there's nine panels to a page, so it can get some small art and it's a little – situational comedy things for each page and so you got 32 of them because there's hardly right. any there's minimum ads in it so uh, I just like Mirka I really love her art so I've been getting that and she's got a book with image coming out now called Mercy so okay and I don't know if she's doing so she's and uh, she's also doing one of the alternate covers for Boom's Willow miniseries and I want to think she's there's something else coming out I think but I can't. I don't know. She's in demand. She's an Italian artist, so I met her at C2E2. I'm happy. The only con of the year. <laughs> Maybe the only con for next two years, because I don't know how things are looking. All right. So this is what Bell says about uh, Paris 2119 and uh, Ghost Money. So, ooh. So here's a question for you. What are you saying again? Hey, have you heard Jay, have you heard anything about Supreme Blue Rose coming back? No, I have not heard anything about that. That would be tasty. Mm. Especially if Lote is doing it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean I actually started following her like a week or two ago, so she's been putting some stuff out on, on Instagram. Cover. Uh no, I did it on Twitter. So just some stuff coming oh. out. Um for uh, covers. Interesting. So, so I think that's. I'm trying to think through some of the other stuff, but after I get past like a blaze, I mean, there's no Titan. I, I'm getting. I was getting some Titan stuff, but I think my Robotech series ended. They're not really doing any of the hard case crime. And then I and then it's like I'm into Valiant, but we all know about Valiant. Right. So, and then it's Vault, and that's usually where I'm I'm done with the previews. Yes. So. I mean, that's, it's all. Yeah, for, it was, that's all for the indies for me. Right. I think it's about yeah. I mean, yeah. The publishers, the indie publishers I'm reading mostly are Vault, Valiant, Ahoy. Um, Source Point. Source Point. Humanoids. And 
then some off ones like anything. Of course, Terry Moore does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then so you're getting not, the hard you're getting the hardcovers from Magnetic Press. Yes, when they come out, but not all of them are hardcovers. I did start Orphans, and yeah, Orphans is pretty damn good. No, pretty is it? Pretty damn good. Yes, it's has worth it got, reading. Has it got the round cover or the round corners? No, it's not hardcover. It's sort. It's trade paper. What do you mean it's not hardcover? The ones they're selling on the website are trade paperbacks. They're not hardcover. You should have held out for the hardcovers. They may not do it in hardcover. They gotta. It's Magnetic Press. I don't think Magnetic Press does everything in hardcover. I hate uh, to tell you that. Well, they should. Well, Aaron should know. He's on the payroll of them now. So. No, they, him and Ronnie just got <laughs> stuck. So. All right. So, so I guess moving on to a different category, some of this more recent stuff I picked up. So I think uh, Mike and uh, Sparky talked about this, but I was trying to get these, and I ended up having to get some extras just to get a couple of the issues. And, like, this is the issue I was needing, but I got the extra. So... The Ariel, the Book of Fantasy, and that's a Corbin cover. And you can see what's contained in this. So it's got Corbin, Frazetta, Bowles, Hogarth's Last Tarzan, and Poetry by Robert E. Howard. And then on the back, you've got a nice uh, Frazetta cover. And they've got, you know, some other of the stuff that's in there. So... I think when you were here, you saw, you know, you saw I had this one. So this is the first one I got issue, right. and I picked it up because if you go to right, whoop, right there, it's autographed by Ray Bradbury. Man, it's hard to coordinate with the camera. Ray Bradbury. So his story in this magazine, and this is an autographed by him, and then. Whose art is that there by that? It's uh, Bruce Jones. So I really do like some Bruce. So that's the nice thing about this. It's got, you know, these uh, magazines and articles, and I'm trying to find one here that's good that I can show. But then you get some stuff with some uh, – there's the comic in here. Ooh. I still can't throw any of that onto YouTube because <laughs> it's Corbin. It's Indie Corbin. So I'm like, ah. Oh, what can I show? Um, all right. So, I mean, there's a page of it. So, uh, awesome Corbin art that like goes on for like the rest of the book. Very nice. And uh, and there's some more Frazetta art, and then it's like so you know you got book three, which they which came out like three years later. So these are supposed to be like a magazine. But then you go in here and, uh, oh, yeah, so there's an illustrated Harlan Ellison comic story in this. So, and I forget, and the reason I got interested in these is, like, is somebody's first published work is in one of these. And then there's the area, the, you know, the shiny book four that came out in 78. So the first two issues came out in 76 or so, and then the rest of them came out in 78, and then they never made any more. Um, they just weren't selling or something, and I guess it was too highbrow. And given that they were at the time six ninety five when comics were, was that the fifteen cent era? Was the mid seventies, or was that more twenty five cents? Uh, trying to remember. Something like that. I don't think it was about that time. I had to turn in my comic card because I used to be able to tell the ages and such like that. Um, 
by what the price guide was. So Aaron Bell says Orphans is the best. And it's paperback. For some reason, I was thinking it was hardcover. Because you think everything Magnetic Press does is hardcover, and it's not. Oh, yeah. And not that he has inside information, but season two of Orphans is coming soon. Well, they didn't, fin- <laughs> they didn't finish off the story in Orphans 1? Well, from what I was told by a person named... Um, I won't give the name. His name rhymes with Connie Sharon. <laughs> um, told me that the first four volumes, the f- four volumes of Orphans that are out now are really season one. And they've got four more seasons. So there's plenty of stuff out there if that information is correct. So. Now, is it similar to Ender's Game, I've heard? Uh, not really. I mean, that's kind of when I heard when I read the premise of it, that's what it made me think of was Ender's Game, but it's it's not that similar. I mean, it's got a little bit of a premise. you got kids fighting in, in battle, but it's not – it's completely different. Now, you, you won't see a lot of parallels in there, at least from what I've read, and I'm about halfway through the first volume. No, because you've been reading Rachel Rising? Yeah. <laughs> so – I don't think it, it. I'm not sure Aaron was on when I said earlier when I said Rachel Rising was number four on my list mm-hmm. of Terry Terry Moore favorites. But that's I just still think it's up there. That was like the last long arc he did, and then yeah. everything went to ten issue series. Yes. So anyway. Ooh, so my only other thing that's visual wise and doesn't do us any good for. Our, Listeners, but I can describe it, is I did finally acquire my Poison Elves, get back to Poison Elves, OA. So there's a lot that's going on. Like I said, I think Sirius is, um, they are liquidating their lots where the owner is. I think he was friends with True Hayes, and so he's been like, putting up pages from entire issues. But he puts them for auction, and as I was lamenting, I don't know, many months ago, no matter what I bid, somebody always outbids me by like a dollar or 50 cents. Like at the last minute, which everybody says, well, then, you know, he's, you know, he's just bidding his max and his max is more than yours. I mean, that's fine. So, uh, but that one showed up for a buy it now and I jumped on it. And there was another buy it now that came up two weeks ago that I didn't jump on and I kind of regret it. But, hmm. but the issue that, you know, the issues that they're selling now are in the 60s. Uh, and the page I got, is from like uh, somewhere in the 20s, so it's more earlier in the run. So I'm actually happy about that, from what I've been there seeing pop pop up for auction. Interesting. And that's and that's what got me looking for that 74 because I could never find that 74 even on online or anything. But so they put that out there, and uh, I jumped on it so I could complete um, complete my run. Number four, number two, number two for him. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was number one. I thought I thought Motor Girl. I thought he's. I thought Aaron said he enjoyed Rachel Rising better than Motor Girl. Mm -hmm. I know. I know Ronnie did. So. (laughs) Oh, you know what's sad? So I've got this. So the like one of the few Kickstarters I ever got was was this, and it's still wrapped in plastic because I haven't opened it and read it and listened to the record. 
What? So Matt Kent's mind management book and record from crap. When was this? Is this three years ago? Do you even have a turntable to play the record? Well, you know what? I think there's a MP3 somewhere <laughs> and a PDF. It's not the I same just, as the record, though. I just got to do them. No, I actually don't have a turntable, so that technology is lost on me. Now, if it was an 8-track, I still couldn't play it. <laughs> See, I have like, this Batman 33, you know, mm-hmm. or no, 45 record that I got, but hell, I don't even know where to get it. Cheap turntable. I'm sure there's out there. I'm looking. Can look on Ooh, Amazon. I think they're coming back, so I don't think they're cheap anymore. No, probably not. You know, you know what you need to do? You need to build a turntable out of a Raspberry Pi. I'm trying to think of how you would do that because you still have to have the pickup, the electronic pickup, and a turntable and a worm gear. No, uh, not a worm gear, but. Um, well, the, don't they have instructions on the back of that uh, gold record that's on the Voyager that's outside the solar system? So then I can just take a picture. Of, can't you take a picture of that, what it looks like, and then build a record player from that? I suppose so. Except that that's now, you know, a few hundred million miles away. Well, they took pictures of it before it left. <laughs> you just got to take a look at that because they're explaining to the aliens about how to build a phonograph. Okay. Ah. <sighs> Obviously, I probably don't have enough initiative to do that. Anyway. So what else you got? Anything? Mm, so we've gone over comics, uh, stuff I got. I don't know if there's any too much more. Just uh, waiting for stuff to come in this week, on a short week, and uh, read it. Right. Hitting the LCS tomorrow. Oh, wait a second. Hold on, I will have to take off the headphones to grab this because it is behind me up on my comic boxes. So I did acquire this beautiful, beautiful thing here. Ah. Steve Cockrum's X-Men Artifact Edition. So it wasn't the Artist Edition, it was the Artifact Edition. And this thing is gorgeous. I mean, look at this. That's nice. Look at the look at the size of that. Look at the size of that. Look at that detail. And some of it, oh, where's the? I mean, there's there's even a fold out on in here, but there's one page in here that's just of, uh, I guess it's a splash page, with Banshee and the rest of them, and it's the way they scanned it and rendered it. It's just ah. Then you get then you get stuff like this, the two page spread. Of the X Men and the star and the uh, Shi'ar, and then the right. uh, Star Blazers are coming in and everything. Oh, it's just very nice. That is pretty. Mm. So, and then you get some concept art and such like that. So, I waffled on getting this thing, and I'm just so glad I got it now. And the next one out is the uh, Jim Lee one. Ah, uh, I look forward to not getting that one. So I'll have to send that information if uh, next time some stuff pops up for for Martin for some Poison Elf pages. And there you go. Okay. Ah, Aaron says Motor Girl is number one. Okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Motor Girl is that real life oomph for me that Rachel Rising does not. Well, as a... Oh, and there's where you go and you build your pie turntable. Okay. 
Well, I got two raspberry pies, so I can guess I can dedicate one of them to a turntable. No, a pie fours. I got a pie three B and then a pie four. So. Yeah. So yeah, we got this Dave Cockrum's X Men Artist Edition and or Artifact Edition, and the next one's the Jim Lee, which is uh, I think it has the complete issue one of X-Men and then it's going to have, I don't know, covers and pages from, from like from two through 10. Very good. So, and just, uh, just imagine Jim Lee's art, you know, scaled up that big black and white original. Very nice. So very nice. Oh, did you see where the uh, McFarlane Batman black and white statue got released? No, I didn't. Oh, I'm not a statue guy, but that almost makes me want to get that statue. I've got quite a few. About have as many as I'm going to be able to get, because every time I get a new one, my wife kind of rolls her eyes a little bit. It's like, how many Batman statues do you need? Which I, it's like, not even a, this. Like, what kind of a question is that? That makes no sense. <laughs> I mean, how many do you need? As many as you do. It's the answer to the question. Yeah. Can you have too many? No, you never nope. can have too many Batman statues. Well, you gotta have a spot to put them. I still, I got oh, some of the weird. little mini uh, Batman statues that uh, came out in the packs. Yeah, I've got some of those too. But I've got my two Sean Murphys, so that's kind of like, yeah, those are the full size or the seven-inch statues. So those are nice. Oh, do you sit there and like make them fight against each other and <laughs> have battles? No, 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 no. They're liable to get paints, liable to get chipped or something, and destroy the resale value. Not that I would ever resell them, but oh, you gotta shrink wrap them in plastic, then you can resell them as minty factory fresh. Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure there's some way somebody could tell that you re shrink wrap them. Oh, what was it? I was watching some guys talk about uh, sports cards, baseball cards or something. And the big thing now is people going into Walmarts and Targets and taking the box, pulling the packs out or going through the packs and putting them, re-wrapping them and sending them back in. So there was like uh, it was a tops box that had gotten re-wrapped in upper deck shrink wrap. And he took it up front. And it's like, look, somebody re-wrapped this. This is not how it's supposed to be. Blah, blah, blah. Take it off the shelf. And then they check back an hour later and they put it back on the shelf. <laughs> interesting so interesting yeah apparently like baseball cards and basketball cards are hot now and it's like mm. I remember never got into them I got some well I regret it but I got I had quite a few baseball cards from the 70s and I got rid of them at a dime a piece so I could buy a pellet gun <laughs> and, and now they're uh, worth millions of millions of dollars Probably. It's like Terry Moore putting up 20 comics on his website for $10 each or selling for $200 on eBay. Yeah. Damn it. I wish I'd seen that. Well, you wouldn't have got Poison Elves. No, I wouldn't have really. No, probably not. You're so, right. But uh, but about 10, 15 years ago, I was getting football cards because I just liked football and, and such. And so I got some of those, but I doubt any of that's worth anything because you just – baseball cards you see and hockey cards and – I guess base a basketball because the only basketball I've known was like Michael Jordan's cards. You know, the rest of them is just, Hey, you open them up. It's cool. And they're not worth much, but eh, right. well, apparently baseball and basketball are now. Probably so. Anyway, 
Well, that's all I had, unless you had something else. So. No, no, I think that's uh, we've covered a wide gamut of stuff. So maybe we've been entertaining. So have you have you felt about the uh, the live stream? Well, I like the the parts that worked. You know, had a little bit of connectivity problem, but. No, you mean the Missouri Internet? The Missouri Internet. Well, Overall, I, was, I was afraid when that went down, it would blow out the uh, the broadcast booth. But you kept on going, and I was able to rejoin. So I was happy yes. with that. I know. Well, I liked it pretty well. A little bit awkward. Something new. I'm not real sure. What do you mean awkward? Uh, now we can take facial cues from each other, and we're not. Well, I don't think we're true. interrupting as much and stuff. Yeah, I, I, we'll have to see. I think we interrupted a little bit. But anyway... The version I put out on the website, Nerdy Legion, will be a, a little bit edited because I need to edit out the stuff that where you were gone. <laughs> Why? You didn't fill in? I Nick did always, some, Nick, but yeah. Nick always fills in for Martin. I filled in some, but I, I made a mistake. I didn't bring as much show and tell as you did. So well, I'm I'm also in my man cave, and all my stuff that's is true. Around, you know, all my stuff is around me, almost in uh, arm's length. Everything. I will have a better setup next time. I have a better dedicated webcam because I'm using my wife's laptop because I don't have a webcam on my laptop or on no, my desktop no. computer. That's so the NSA can't spy on you. Yeah. But then it took me 45 freaking minutes to get the Kaspersky software to <laughs> figure out how to enable it because it shuts, shuts down the webcam. webcam so. No, you say because it knows that people are spying on you. Yes. So. <laughs> so, all right. I guess we'll just uh, sign off, and that'll be it. Okay. You've been listening to Best of the Rest and watching Best let's of do the like, Rest. Let's do that. So now you can see us all in our glory, widescreen, and you can see the comments there. Yes, exactly. Oh, Aaron has nothing else either. Well, that's good, Aaron, because, you know. We're shutting down anyway. Anyway, if you'd like to tweet the show, now it's I'm at BOTR. <laughs> now I'm just playing with the controls. Sorry. Right. If you'd like to tweet the show, it's at BOTR Comics. You want to reach me? I'm at J Forgets. And I'm at UT Engineer, which, you know what? Hold on a second. Let me. Well, this isn't going to help the listeners. But whenever I say that, you know, that's what it looks like. Yes. And then you're at J forgets. So. So when you push this out, is it going to have the Nerdy Legion logo on it? Uh, one, the one that's coming up in the comments. I guess it depends on whether or not we're going to have to pay a royalty fee to Martin. Uh, well, sure we have. Anyway. It's, it is what it is. So. It is what it is. Signing off. We'll see you next time. Oh, man. I'm in my white. <laughs>